my, my family and my hometown and the house where I grew up. But you can never really go home, Derek. No. You, I don't, never, you never really go home. I don't know if I have anything really deeper to say on it than that, but it's like, you know, some people, some people for long periods of time, and I think this is more common among like our millennial generation. I know you're not a millennial, but I'm a millennial, even though we're like six months apart. We straddle the divide yep. between Gen X and millennials. Yep, I sure do. Yeah. I I tiptoe right out of that shit. Yeah, it's why it's why you get a cappuccino and I get an avocado latte. Mm-hmm. It's the, that's the difference. You it's, you have a goatee and I have like a really long beard. It's just that's generationally. You wear flannel. I wear American Apparel. Wait, we've established who wears flannel I, in I this know, relationship. Know. You know. I'm just I'm just throwing out all of yeah. These are just these are just metaphorical, right? Yeah, no. like metaphorically, well, my flannel is American Apparel, and your flannel is mm-hmm. like like grunge flannel. Oh, it's terrible! It's so yeah. itchy and and warm. Your yep. flannels like could be worn on like an eighty degree day and and still be comfortable. No, I don't know. I, I picture grunge flannel as being kind of like worn out and threadbare and like not very warm at all. Mm. But I don't know. You'd be surprised. I I, it's not in my generation. I don't know anything right. about it. Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't have a cool store to go out to and buy it at. You know, we were we were wearing like flannel that like lumberjacks were wearing. That's the fl- that's the flannel that we had to go get. We weren't we yeah. weren't we were we, we didn't have some trendy. Oh oh, look at this this button up shirt, that's flannel colored. No, ours was made of flannel material. And they called it flannel because it was flammable. So flammable. You just light that shit right on fire. Right on fire. But I think one thing that, that our generation has, has held on to is that we very often have parents who just like preserve our childhood bedrooms for long stretches of time. Yeah. Meanwhile, my parents sold my childhood home to somebody who I ended up becoming friends with. That was very weird to go back to my childhood home. When someone else was living there, like a few years after we moved out, that was hard to take, man. So I, I have a younger brother and younger sister. We had a three bedroom house. Uh-huh. So I didn't really have my own room until high school. I just like put my foot down and demanded it, forced my younger brother and sister to share a room, which probably wasn't cool, but whatever, man. Like they were just little kids. It didn't matter. And, uh, but when I, when I went to college, my parents were in the process of refinishing their basement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every, the whole time we lived in that house, there was this promise that one day I'd kind of have like my own totally sweet room downstairs. And I finally got it, but not until the summer after my freshman year of college. And so basically I, I got to spend two summers in this room before they finally just gave it to my brother. And he took all of my stuff with it. He took my stereo, uh. like most of my posters. Uh-huh. It was pretty weak. See, I was the younger brother, so that's that's what I did. I did that. I made that claim. Oh, and then when my when, free stuff, cool stuff. Yeah, and then not only that, but you get to move into the bigger room. That's always a nice thing. And then when the brother moves back, because inevitably his first time out of the home is a failure, and he needs to come back. Now he's the one living in the shitty small room. And that that was a power that was a power trip that I was not ready to be on, but it felt so good. I lived in yeah. a large closet for a period of time in my life, Tim. In your own house or in like a... No, yeah, in my own house. In my own wow. House. Yeah, because you, you... the same situation. We we were too full. We had too many people living in the house. Grandma was there. 
I had three older brothers. Uh, it was a full house situation. So there was a period of time where I roomed with my older brother and neither one of us wanted that. It wasn't even just like him wanting his little brother out of the room. No, no, no. Neither one of us wanted that. And I happily took staying in this large closet for some reason. Now, mind you, it's, it's, it was a large closet. Like it was a storage room almost with a window and such. I don't want to make it sound like I was deprived or anything, but I did sleep on a military cot in there because it's the only bed that would fit. That's the part you should feel bad about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. I slept on an air mattress for a long time because I had just outgrown this twin bed that I had. God. And these fucking kids that we have, how lucky do they have it, Tim? Oh. How lucky do they have it? Oh, my well, God. Everybody now buys a crib that converts it to a full-size bed. So minimum, your kid's getting a full-size bed. Full-size bed, right out the gate. Crib to full-size bed. That's yeah. nuts. My daughter wouldn't stay in her toddler bed, so we've just bought her a queen-size bed. Her first bed is a queen-size bed. And I bought a loft bed, like a like a top bunk to, to go over it, basically just because she has too many stuffed animals and I needed to put them somewhere. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking but, about. But now the stuffed animals aren't really going on the beds that were designed to hold, right. were purchased for the specific purpose of holding the stuffed animals. This is an example of how I sometimes solve problems in ways that I'm not proud of. Right, and, like, and, and like, you almost create bigger problems for yourself. The idea was there's this whole top bunk, and the whole top bunk is just this giant whimsical shelf to hold animals most you, of the time. You, you bought your child's toys a bed. Yeah, I bought a bed for toys. Yeah. But the thing is, she just wants to sleep in the top bunk now. Ah, right. So where do those where do those stuffed animals go? Well, some, they're supposed to go on the bottom bunk, but they're still all over the floor. Yeah. It's just it's just there's there's two beds now, and then there's a floor that's about 18 inches high with stuffed animals that you have to wade through. And the problem is that underneath those is a layer of harder plastic toys. It's it's not a good situation. Now my brother built my daughter, his niece, a zoo to keep all of the stuffed animals in. And it's kind of funny because at the time he showed it to me and I was like, wow, that's awesome. And way unnecessarily bigger than it ever needed to be. It's like six feet tall, three feet, four feet wide on both sides or all four sides. It's huge. That thing is filled to the brim with stuffed animals right now, Tim. It so is how it's filled. Describe this thing again. It's it's you said six feet tall. It's six feet tall. Yes, it's six feet tall. Six it feet is by four feet by four feet by four feet. No, I'd say it's more by like three and a half feet by let's say two feet on the sides. It's not quite that wide. It's not a square. But is it against the wall like a bookshelf? Yeah, yeah it's against the wall like a bookshelf. Right? And how do you get the animals in and out? Now it's the the bars on the zoo are made out of ropes. So the stuffed animals can just be stuffed through the bars slash ropes oh. and stay yeah, in there. I've seen these where they're made out of, like, bungee cords, and yes. that seems like a good idea. Same kind of thing. Same concept. Bungee cords probably would have been better. My brother's not the smartest guy. We also have inherited stuffed animals. So, like, not only does my daughter have a lot of stuffed animals that have just been purchased specifically for her, but also she has a lot of the stuffed animals that we just had lying around our house, like, that... I don't know that I had one for my wife out of the giant claw game at Dave and Buster's or at the state fair or something like that. Like those kind of stuffed animals. Sure. They all, they all make their way there. Did your, did your wife have passed me down stuffed animals that she had from being a child? 
Well, her parents kind of kept her childhood bedroom intact for, for quite a long time. They, they repurposed it uh, in, in different ways, but for the most part kind of kept the decor the same, kept a lot of her stuff in there, including a lot of her stuffed animals, which are now sort of trickling down the Thora. And, um, and it turns out that most of the stuffed animals were just like Valentine's Day presents from high school boyfriends and crap like that. So it's like, really? It's like, we have to have this bear now. Yeah. This, gr- this, this yeah. gorilla holding a heart needs to come home with us now. Yeah, no, mine, mine wasn't a trickle down. Mine was a, a, a mass exodus. We went over to her parents' house one day and they literally had all of her old shit, everything in their house that was hers, that was in their house, just packed up and ready to go. And like, here you go, bitch, take your shit, get the fuck out. Oh, man. Yeah, my I think my parents somehow got us like a Rubbermaid bin, or maybe they just packed a suitcase. That seems more likely. Like they just filled like a you know like whatever your biggest size rolling bag is that they have available, just jammed that thing full of stuffed animals because you could fit as many stuffed animals as you want in there. They don't weigh anything. They don't. You know, it's not you're you're not gonna get you know if you got fifty pounds of stuffed animals to check on an airline, like that's a lot of stuffed animals. And I think that's what my parents brought because it was just all of my sister's old stuffed animals. Oh God. Yeah, it's not even once. It's not even mine. Like mine, I think, like I just, I just ran them into the ground. You know, I only had like a handful, and um, like I know my favorite teddy bear got so like threadbare that everything was falling out of it and it had to go away. Yeah, it's why I'm not gonna be able to handle that Christopher Robin movie when it comes out. Man. Oh God, like, no! Oh God, no! I'm gonna oh, be wrecked. Yeah, that's that's the that's the Jurassic Park episode of Futurama all over again. Um, but I, I, I do have a love myself for stuffed animals. I have a few that, um, I actually have in my office right now that I will never give up. I have a Krusty the Clown doll that I won at Universal Studios. Does he have a hard plastic head? No, it's just a Krusty the Clown doll. It's a stuffed animal and it totally reminds me of the episode of the Treehouse of Horror with the evil Krusty where it had the switch on the back that you switch it to good and switch it to evil, you know, like that. That's oh why, yeah. That's why I really love having it. Uh, I also have an Alf doll in my office, and that's special to me because when I was a kid, Alf was my shit, and I actually had one of these myself. And Lord knows where mine went. But when my wife made this mass exodus from her house, uh, her parents' house, we started going through her stuff. I found this pristine Alf doll in her stuff. Also. A Gonzo doll from the Arizona Diamondbacks from when Gonzo, they had a promotion where Gonzo from the Muppets was wearing a Gonzo Luis Gonzalez jersey. And she had I one didn't of, know they had that kind of synergy back uh, then. Yeah. That's great. She had one of those. And I like my eye, like going through her stuff, I think I was more excited about going through her stuff than she was. And I also know something about our viewers, Tim. I know, oh, that, yeah? our, I know that our viewers, and I know that they're not viewers. That's one thing I definitely know is that they're not viewers. Um, but I know that our viewers are sitting here going, what the fuck, guys? What the fuck is going on? What's uh, what's all the stuffed animal chatter about? And you know what? As crazy as it is, we're going to bring it all in. But I want to first welcome you, our viewers, our listeners, to episode 36 of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim Eat Snacks on the internet. I would be shocked if one of our viewers, if we have a single viewer slash listener who has not 
at some point watched The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which is just a series of cartoon vignettes, like three Winnie the Pooh stories, and then that little stinger at the end where Christopher Robin leaves for school and Pooh doesn't know what's going on because he's, you know, he's just a child and just didn't weep profusely. That is one of the most heartbreaking things ever committed to celluloid or film or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really big on that. We've been talking a lot lately about that. My child's babysitter had her watch a dog's purpose for some reason. My child just started sobbing when I started bringing her home for no reason because she had watched a dog's purpose. Uh, oh. I talked about that goddamn episode of Futurama. Uh, we were talking also at work about where the red fern grows. Oh, my God. Did you read Where the Red Fern Grows when you were yeah. a child, Tim? Yeah, I read. I think I want to say my dad and I read Where the Red Fern Grows and Bridge to Terabithia like back to back. Wait, 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 wait. I, you and, see, you at least at least you got to read it in the privacy of reading it with your father. I read it in school, Tim. We read it as a class together. Do you remember oh, a class reading cruel. where you would read it as a class and the teacher would pick on people individually to uh, read sections of the book? One of my favorite memories of school is when we were all reading the very last chapter of that book. Spoiler alert, the dogs get it. And then we have <laughs> but to they get it so bad. It's, and, it is not. They made a violent and bloody end. And, and 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 we we had to sit there and pass off reading that from one student to the next. I have PT, PST about it. Wait, wait. PT, P, 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 post traumatic stress syndrome about it. Uh, I got all these memories in my head of children sobbing while they're trying to read aloud. Oh, and then there's that one psychopath kid that had no emotion about it, and he's reading it like, and then the guy goes over and, you know, and you know that kid is oh. going to grow up to be a psychopath because he didn't feel anything. So he felt nothing. Little Anne is, like, oh. nuzzling the corpse of old Dan as she's slowly bleeding to death herself. Oh, oh. Who, who the hell knows? It's 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 that, that image is in my brain, man. Oh. It's not going anywhere. I didn't need you bringing up names, Tim. Wow. Did they even, did they even, yeah, those were the two dogs. Yeah, they were the two dogs. Yeah, did it's they, a, did they kill? Did they kill the goddamn cougar? Did they kill that animal at least? The 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 one that did all the damage. The it's, I don't it's, even I don't even remember. No, because the tears, the salty tears, get in the way of my memories of the actual story when it comes to that. Yeah, I, I did always have, you know, no matter what, you know, you 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 had the comfort of a stuffed animal during times like this, right? I mean, it's true. These were these were the the things that you need as a kid. My daughter likes to. She has a uh, Lammy doll from the show Doc McStuffins. She's had sure. it since she was a very small child, and it's like her thing. It's gone everywhere with her. Everybody knows Lammy's the thing. When you look at it, it just has the look of a stuffed animal that has been well loved and well traveled. Uh, Lammy has seen the world, and. My daughter likes to throw Lammy in our face when she wants attention. So when she really wants to put a big, big show on, she she tells us that we can give Lammy away. Uh, and that's that's when I know that things have reached like. Oh no! Yeah, I, I thought I thought you meant literally throw it in your face so that you're confronted with this sort of Jeremy Patina of Lammy. Oh God! Yeah, Lammy. No, no, you're talking no. about like uh, like. Oh no! You know like, what, Dad? You may as well just take Lammy because. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 
the the mental manipulation has yeah. begun at seven years old. Because if I if I can't have another lollipop, what's yep. what's even the point of trying what's to the, love anything? What's the point of loving anything, Tim? Yeah, yeah, it's it's so just gonna here, betray take, you. Take all my toys. Uh, take all the flower stuff down. I want to paint my room white. Let's fucking get this bullshit on. I'm done with this childhood shit. Let's roll. That's uh, that's that's the message that she's trying to send to me. Like, yeah, she's holding her childhood hostage in a way. If I don't give her what she wants, she'll kill it. You should just skip straight to the goth phase and paint the whole room black if you're going to do it. Yeah, right? It's like, it's like you, think, you think you know how to mope and brood? Yeah, my wife, my wife went through that steady phase, but she still never gave up her stuffed animals, no matter what. I asked her about that, and that was funny to me. I, I just have these um, like imagination of her bringing her friends over and having stuffed animals on her bed. Because to this day, my wife has a stuffed animal on our bed. And I ask her... Do we have to keep it on the bed? And she yeah. she just has that look of me like, why? Why why do we have to have this conversation? Uh, like we don't like I thought we had an agreement here. That's that's the look she gives me. And then I realize that I'm kind of the cad because she uses it so that she doesn't grind her teeth. That's the reason. But she'd rather have oh. a stuffed bunny from uh, Build a Bear than one of those stupid pillows that are round. That she could, you know, what adults would use. She would rather not use what adults would use, and she would rather use what a small child would use. And I'm fine with that. I cannot judge her, considering that I am sitting 12 inches away from a fully functioning Iron Man mask. You know? Like, I, I'm i not, the you know, glass house. Can't throw stones. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Right. Uh, Let's see, just, just for, the, for our viewers, I have, a, uh, I have a Lego model of the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. I have a zombie made from socks, mm-hmm. um, some Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. No, I have lots of Funko Pops. So many Funko Pops. Yeah. It's ridiculous. My life's out of control. Um, but I do like I, – I, I, I like the job that Funko has done. I realize the, the brand that they've created, right, the toy brand, and how brilliant it is because of the fact that if you have one Funko Pop – then you're already you've you've it's too late. Yeah, it's, it's you, already you've opened too late. The, you've opened the floodgates. You've opened the floodgates. Yeah, anything you could possibly like. It's like oh, you liked the Netflix original series Glow. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Guess what? Yeah, I almost bought one of those tonight, Tim. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, you like Perfect Strangers? Guess yeah. what? Here's Cousin Balky. Yeah, you, you like, like you like that like that comic book where that robot like has always got his dick out. Oh, uh, the robot dick one. Yeah, hey, that guy's a Funko Pop. Oh. He comes in, there, there. There's a, a like a special edition that you can only get at Barnes and Noble that I saw once that I didn't buy, and I'm I, and I'm kind of mad about I, it now. I feel like I I need to own that Funko Pop because it's 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 in the dates canon now. I knew it was. I knew, and now I'm thinking robot dicks. I'm staring yeah. at a robot dick. You did it to I, me again, all again. over again, right over so again. I'm back yep. in it. Um, but I want to congratulate when it comes to branding, I want to congratulate this week's snack because going back to, to stuffed animals, I can't think of a stuffed animal brand. When you think of like bobbleheads and stuff, I think, uh, Funko pops have done a good job at, at kind of putting a stranglehold on that. You kind of think of them, even though most of them aren't even bobbleheads, but when it comes to like stuffed animals, the one like brand I can think of is Cabbage Patch Kids. Again, an, another thing my wife had uh, a ridiculous number of. 
My that, wife had those too, and it's it's funny. People have this love hate relationship with the Funko Pops because some people feel like they have really cold, dead eyes, or something, or feel like they like they're the reason that Toys R Us went under because they were taking up too much space from the real toys. I don't know if it's as common for people to feel the way that I do, which is I don't like Cabbage Patch Kids. Well, they they, they were I, kind of the same thing, right? Because it's that it's that bullshit notion that you're buying a toy that is essentially supposed to be some sort of collector's item in the future you know and that was why cabbage patch dolls were really big in the beginning and then i didn't it know just, that they were yeah. they were like beanie baby or something oh where, yeah oh god yes were... they were numbered and stuff and there was all sorts of craziness over cabbage patch dolls yeah there was a big craze over cabbage patch dolls and it's i don't know it's like a lot of things i mean funko pop does a good job of limiting you know, their supply on stuff and making it kind of hard to find things. I came across a Bob Ross Deadpool at Walmart and it just didn't seem that special to me at a time. I have never seen that again. And if I ever do, I will instantly buy it. It was it's, just it's almost, Deadpool it's almost too as much. Bob it's Ross. It's like too many things. Yeah, but I didn't at care. Once. I wanted it. Yeah, right. That's why it was hard for me to take it all in at once. You know, um, Cabbage Patch Kids obviously are a simpler kind of concept it's just this baby zombie baby born in a cabbage patch at night that feeds on the blood of the living um but one thing i find fascinating is what this week's snack has done this week's snack is a variation once again of a very popular snack actually we have two variations of a popular snack because this week's snack is sour Patch Kids Fire and Freeze. That's right. Sour Patch Kids Fire and Sour Patch Kids Freeze. Brand new variations with a heat sensation and with a cooling sensation. And the way that I'm wrapping this all up into one big meat bow is to just congratulate Sour Patch Kids on basically being a parody title of Cabbage Patch Kids, but becoming possibly one of the most successful branch-off parody titles to steal the name of something else, change it by one word, make it into your own thing, and then become your own thing. Because I think more people know Sour Patch Kids now than they know Cabbage Patch Kids, Tim. I'm pretty sure You go up sure to any it. kid and say, hey, hey, kid, fill in the blank. Blank Patch Kids. Sour. Sour. Sour, mister. Yeah, no, nobody's going to say cabbage. Nobody's saying cabbage. Garbage Pail Kids couldn't even come this close. Oh, I would They'd probably be- say Garbage Patch Kid before I would Gar- say Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure we have Garbage Patches now. You know, it's just a landfill that's full that hasn't been all the way covered up yet. You know, it's just a garbage patch. Oh, that's sad. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, that's sad. Yeah. You know, here here in Arizona, we have uh, uh, down in Tucson, the University of Arizona. That's our garbage patch. Mm. Yeah, you're right yeah. about that. That You turned it around nicely. Sure. Well done. We got that. I like that. Um, yeah, there's garbage patches. But I, I, again, when it comes to branding, I can't help but when I say Sour Patch Kids, thinking of Adam Bomb. Thinking of Nervous Rex, thinking of Tea Time okay. Terrence, you know, Boney Tony, all those guys. Mad Mike, the whole crew, Dead Ned, Taking It Easy Glenn, all of those guys. I miss all of the Garbage Pail Kids. 
Man, I'm impressed with your recall of Garbage Pail Kids. I had so many Garbage Pail Kids, Tim. Smelly Sally. The whole were, bit. Virus all, all about Garbage Pail Kids for a minute. Oh, God. I, I think I was like four years old, and I don't even remember why I wanted them, but it was like nothing had more cachet than a pack of Garbage Pail Kids. I traded pornography for Garbage Pail Kids. Wow. Yeah. That's that's like that's like trading cigarettes in prison. That's it's, the highest yeah. commodity that you can get in an elementary school setting. Yeah, you're like, listen, I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this penthouse, but this garbage pail kid, unlimited potential. Right. Well, I was I was done with it, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. You know, it was those days. Come on. It was, it was and it was a magazine you just found in the woods anyway, because exactly. that's where that's where you got porn. It was all crusty. The pages stuck together. It wasn't a good. It wasn't a good look. Yeah. Um, but no one knows how those magazines got there. But the, you know, that's uh, that's how kids uh, got uh, it. No, don't, 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 don't. no, no, no. We don't. We don't. We don't get into details. We're not about that. We're about. We're about. It's a generational just, thing that 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 kind of bleeds into the millennial generation a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys don't know because you had your porn on your computers, yeah, and on your well, laptops, and on your space age watches and whatnot. You millennials. That's you right. don't we know would, nothing about would, jerking would off to a lingerie AOL magazine. and slowly download a JPEG oh. of, uh, of like one naked lady. Remember how disappointing it is when it would load and you thought it was a naked woman and then she just wasn't naked, but you had to wait a good seven minutes oh. to find that out. Oh, yeah, you're, you're just you're you're staring at her shoulder. Yep. As it like as it just kind of line by yep. line draws yep. in and. Yep waiting for that resolution to pick up enhance yeah. enhance yeah could see the outline of a bra you're like damn it <laughs> i think we've had viewers complain that we talk about porn too much <laughs> or, or maybe just one guy it's not our fault it's just it, it happens it comes S- up look it comes snacks. up when you're talking about snacks dolls exactly. and, and childhood exactly it's just, it's just the way it is it's all it's all conjoined you know um Man. but we really are about respect for women and we're about the purr system. That's what we're about. And we're about saying fuck Nazis. And let me just take a brief moment to say how real I mean that when we say fuck Nazis. Oh, oh man. We'll, fuck. We'll, yeah, we'll fight a Nazi in the street, Tim and I. I've seen Tim. Tim is fearless. It's amazing to be around. Tim gives me a confidence I never even knew I had being around him in a street fight. There was and I've, I've never time. even had to confront an actual Nazi. Right. No, this was just a guy that was like, oh, I could beat you in Street Fighter. And Tim was like, it's fucking on, bitch. I'll show you Street Fighter. It was weird how fast you jumped on that guy. That's true. I can just turn electric pretty quickly, too. That's That helps. I know, but just it was exude a lot of electricity so of unnecessary. Body. It was after you knocked him out and you were standing over him and you were basically teabagging him while you were doing it. Yeah. Now, this week's snack is exciting. It's as exciting as some of our street fights that we've had. Um, It's heat sensation and cooling sensation Sour Patch Kids. Like, I love Sour Patch Kids. So, I have a feeling this is going to be a slam dunk as long as I can keep all kind of lube-related thoughts out of my head when it comes to these being warming and cooling sensation kind of items. Man, I will tell you that that yeah, the 
freeze and fire just the the branding has like a little hint of yeah personal lube mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, yeah. it's they're 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 yeah. tiptoeing into that territory oh, and i don't dangerously know dangerously close dangerously close yeah I don't even know if these kinds of like novelty lubes are as popular as they used to be because when, uh, you know, when when the the Gen Xers and and maybe to a lesser extent the Millennials went to the mall, we'd always go places like Spencer Gifts and they'd always have these like ridiculous like uh, like hot strawberry lubes on display. Mm-hmm. They have them at Walmart now, Tim. Weird. Some Walmart sitting right there, right? Yeah. You're getting your toothpaste and you look across the aisle and there's KY. Fire and freeze, fire and freeze, and now now available in Sour Patch Kids. Maybe yep. it's the same technology. Perhaps. See again, these we've already drifted way entirely too close. Now I don't think that they needed to even put heat sensation and with a cool sensation on the package. I get what they're saying by having a Sour Patch Kid here with his head on fire. The head on fire. That, I mean that conveys the message that we needed. Okay, this is. This is like Star Wars The Last Jedi, where they had the guy, the alien on the beach, that had to be speaking in English, and on top of that, he had had such, such a stupid voice. He's like, oh, I saw two of them. They went over there. Like, really? We knew what he was saying. We could get it. We got it. Yeah, we yeah, that was, that was a little laid on thick. He could have just been like, talk, 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 talk. He could have just been like that. No, instead, you had to have him be all on the nose, giving it up. Just like this package of Sour Patch Kids. It's like when, when Princess Leia Mary Poppins is herself back into the ship, like Poe Dameron doesn't need to be like, did you guys see that? That was the force. She used it. Yeah, we all saw it, Poe. Yeah. We know what it was. Oh, come on. She's a witch. We need to this burn is, her yeah. at the stake. Right. With Sour Patch Kids fire. That's right. I'm ready to eat these, Tim. Are you ready to eat? I'm very <laughs> excited. I, yes. I, am, I am like, woo, I'm excited all right, are we starting? Are we starting with the fire? We have to start with the fire. You start with the fire, you cool it down with the freeze afterwards. It was our high temperature today? It was like only 112. Oh, it was so hot was here in Arizona. Every we every day has been miserable. No it's supposed to be a. Eating these. Wait, like I'm, I'm looking forward to like 105 degree highs we have coming up. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's that's. And my mom says like she's like she's like you know uh, this week when you come back home it's gonna be 95 and I'm like you gotta remind me is that is that hot I don't know. I was like, good gracious, ass both patients, uh, flirtatious, trying to show patience. I'm waiting for the right time to shoot my steam, you know, waiting for the right time to flash them keys, and I'm, I'm leaving, please believe in, oh, me and the rest of my heathens, checking out a lock at the top of the four seasons, penthouse, rooftop, birds, I'm feeding, no deceiving, nothing up my sleeving, no teasing, I need you to get up, up on a dance floor, get that man what he asking for, cause I feel like busting chased with the sourness of a lime and that's just sort of a classic flavor combination yeah
Now, I mean, I was even a little intimidated to eat these, and I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed. You're kind of right. It's not that impact I thought it was going to get. Yeah. Now. So it's not like you don't you don't need to call the fire department to put out this fire. You could call the Paw Patrol. No one dog could handle it. Oh, yeah. Send Dozer by himself. Um, but I like him, though. Still, don't you like him? Do you not like him? I don't really feel like it's special. But I feel like I could eat a lot of these. Like, I feel like if it was hot and spicy, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was crazy, but I'm not really going to be eating those. However, it fails on packaging promises. I and you know I, I don't like that. It's just making me feel like a, like a broken person. I feel like I'm not tasting something that I'm supposed to be tasting or something like that because I'm not getting just about any kind of a heat sensation. I'm just tasting Sour Patch Kids, and Sour Patch Kids are great. They're, like... I don't know. I've been getting into trolley gummies lately. I could really go off about like the tiny gummy hands and James Harden shoes that I've been getting into, but uh, but I won't. Save it they're, for another podcast. They're sweeter than these. They don't have they don't have as much of a as much pucker as a sour patch kid does. Um, I'm I just like it's it's really. I mean, you know, it could just be that it's so damn hot, you don't even notice. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's a good point. But why? Why sour patch kids? Why can't I? Why can't I feel your heat? I want it to work, but it's not working. I do have a little bit of a. Uh perspiration on my forehead though i don't know where that's coming from that's a shoot brother yeah yeah that's not that's not a work that's a shoot you might be on to something you might just be so hot in our current climate that like it's like you know someone heated up their oven to 105 degrees in their house and then opened it in most cities and states around the world, they would feel heat come out of that oven when they opened it at 105 degrees. Yeah. Whereas for us, it'd be like opening a window when your house is hot inside and you get that little burst of cool air, you know? Right. Man, if this were a lube, I'd really be disappointed. Oh, man. Oh. God. I'd be like, it's not working. It's not doing the thing that I needed it to do. I've been taking this lube back to the store and talking to this lube's manager. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like okay, it's, it's, it's lubricating. It's doing that part. But where's the sensation that we were promised? Oh. Got to make that sensation with the motion in the ocean, Tim. Well, I mean, that's, the, yeah. Yeah. You have to make it happen. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll heat things up, but I, I just yeah. wanted a little something extra. Yeah, no, I know. I did, too. I did, too. I'm ready to cool things down, though. Are you ready to cool yeah, things down? Yeah, and I'm actually looking forward to these a little more just uh, be, because of the extreme heat that we've been experiencing. Yeah. And if these, oh, if these guys let me down, I'm going to be really just wrecked. I don't know what I'll do. You're as cold as 
Yeah, you get down into the middle of this sour patch kid. Yeah, I feel like that's the part that you were missing on the on the fire ones, maybe a little bit. Yeah, but maybe. I just I was I was getting nothing at all out of this. These guys, like, there's something you activate when you get down in there and start yeah. getting into the gel. They got some like some some cough drop grade menthol in there, but and, it's uh, not. But it's, it's but it doesn't taste like anything, right? It doesn't. That's what I was kind of expecting. I was expecting a minty possible taste now the freeze are lemonade variety mix whereas the fire just a fruit variety mix so yeah i'm not sure why they did that either no maybe because well maybe because the lemon taste is the is like the taste that you would get from whatever this is that's activating when you bite into it yeah so by using it making them all lemonade flavor yeah but the the lemonade flavor, first of all, is really good. Yeah, they're all they're all different varieties of lemonade. This is like this is like making a, a late night run to Sonic and getting like five flavors of slushes. It really is. And I'm 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 digging this, and I I recommend this for summer. And I've only had like one handful, and the cooling sensation kind of lasts. It actually gets stronger, like even after you stop eating them. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you really start noticing it is after you stop eating it, your mouth kind of just ah. It feels fresh like you just ate some gum, even though you didn't eat gum. Like, you just spit out the gum, and you're glad because the gum was kind of starting to taste gross, and it lost the taste. But now that it's out of your mouth, you just feel those those icebreaker crystals really working away on your teeth, on your nasty-ass breath. This is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the ingredients here, and... Uh, I'm surprised. I expected there to be like menthol, but there's not actual menthol. I don't know. I don't know what is providing this cooling sensation, but it's it's very ple- pleasant. I noticed something else on the back of the package, which I hadn't even paid attention to. I think we we picked these snacks on a recommendation from uh, from our friend Leslie. Uh, shout out to Leslie. She's uh, uh, listeners of the Steel Cage may have no Tim no no what no Tim. I just want to briefly. I'm just shouting out Leslie. She's so cool. No. I like I like going over to Leslie's house. She, she's Daryl's little sister, and sometimes sometimes I get to go over to her house when like Daryl's in town because that's usually where he stays. And she and her husband are so small. They're just like the littlest people, and I just feel like a giant. I feel like Gulliver among the Lilliputians, <laughs> um, or or like Dorothy, like first landing in Oz and Munchkinland. It's 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 fantastic. I was just wondering if you noticed that these snacks are distributed by Mondelez Global LLC. Yeah, well, that's the next thing I was getting to. Uh-huh. These snacks are distributed by Mondelez Global LLC. How did they get to Leslie? They got to Leslie, Derek. 
They're everywhere. They're, they're going after the siblings of all of our friends. First Danny Schlag, now Leslie. I'm 90% sure that Danny Schlag is going to go serve professionally for Mondelez. Um, he's being very secretive, despite the fact that him and I are just completely infatuated with each other. We've been texting nonstop, but now all of a sudden he's like being very tight-lipped about this new job he has in Hawaii. Yeah, I don't fucking like what's going on around here, Tim. Oh, I don't like all of this at all. But you know what I do like? I really, really like the Sour Patch Kids Freeze. I really I do like too. them. I really like them. I keep giving them extra points in my head. My rating keeps going up every time I have one. Yeah. Yeah, they're making it hard to stay mad at Mondelez for their ridiculous insidiousness. Well, we're poisoning ourselves with whatever the hell this cooling sensation is, obviously. Obviously. Could it be the titanium dioxide? Who oh, knows? It's, it's. I'm sure it's the titanium dioxide, Tim. I'm just 100% the, yeah. sure it's the titanium dioxide. The, the, the cold feeling is just your soul being ripped from your body. Because everyone knows the soul provides warmth. Artificial flavor, titanium dioxide, blue, warm, red 40, yellow 5, methamphetamine. Methamphetamine? <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Man, that cooling sensation sticks with you, though. This it's is something. so great. Like, what's weird about it is it's really hot in my office, and I don't want to turn the fan on because it'll be all loud and you'll hear it. So I have the fan off, and I'm putting myself through a personal hell for the enjoyment of our viewers. And I hope you guys appreciate that. And I want to really make people understand how the Sour Patch Kids freeze are literally making me feel more comfortable in this hot environment in which I'm currently sitting in. Like yeah, I, I feel like it's I feel like it's lowering my body temperature somehow. Right. I might have to start bringing these to hot places. See, it makes me that much more disappointed by the Sour Patch Kids fire because yeah. they didn't even need to have a heat sensation as much as they just needed to be spicy. The flavors that they created for it, I don't know what flavors they picked, but they picked good flavors for them being spicy. It's, it's kind of like normal Sour Patch Kid flavor, I berry, think. Berry Blaze, Tropical Flame, Apple Fever, and Angry Watermelon. And none of those, none of those fulfill that description. No, I, I think Sour Patch Kids are all one flavor. They're Sour Patch Kid flavor, right? Like, I mean, these lemonade ones definitely have their own kind of unique lemonadiness, but... But you're not going to really – like, does anybody really discriminate between one color of Sour Patch Kid and another? Like, like yeah, I like the green ones, but not the red ones. Hey, Tim, now that you ate the freeze, go back and eat the fire. Oh, oh, no. See, this do is it. also what you're supposed to do with the lube, right? That's why that's why the KY one comes in the two-pack. Do is it. it. All right, we're, I'm doing it. I'm adjusting the score again. Holy shit, Derek. Holy shit. Right? Something's happening. Right? It's happening. It's activated. Your glutes are activated. Yeah. It's it's so good that I'm giving the freeze extra points because the freeze helped create the experience that I'm getting from the fire now. And I am happy about it. Both get extra points. Now so, I'm wondering all of a sudden if we were sitting and eating this fire wrong. sour patch kid yeah. in, a, in a cold climate. Right. You know, if we... You know, we, we occasionally do this podcast while ice fishing. Sure, sometimes. 
Yeah. Um, and, and if, and if we had brought these on one, on that excursion, maybe we would have had the exact opposite experience where yeah. we'd be getting this, this crazy heat sensation, but the cold ones would do nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to think that that's the case. I'm starting to I don't think know. that these are a little bit better than I thought. I'm still not digging the fire ones as much as the freeze. I like what the freeze has going on and I'm going to eat some more. Um, but I'm ready to give them two different ratings. I'm just, I'm wondering, like, is it, is it possible that if we were just colder, like the freeze can only do so much for us, right? Like we're right. still, we're still in our, in our houses, which are probably like, uh, you know, I'm pushing 80 degrees probably in this room, maybe a little less 78 degrees. That's what my AC is set at for now. I don't think it's quite that cool in here. Um, but you're, but it's you're, like make, how, like, you're making me go to my Nest thermostat right now on my phone and turn the air conditioning down, even though the air conditioning is five feet away from me. <laughs> cranking it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't need to reach over. You didn't buy a Nest thermostat to physically touch it. No, nobody oh. ever. No, it's too pretty for that. You'll get fingerprints all over the glass yeah. part on the outside. <laughs> right. All right, I'm ready to pick and rate and eat and rate and pick. Picked. We picked and we ate, and now yep. we rate. Um, <laughs> just remind ourselves how the purse system works. Okay, so we we pick a snack, we eat a snack, and then we rate a snack, and and we've knocked two of the three out. Yep. When it mm. comes to Sour Patch Kid Fire, my original rating was a four point five, but after eating it after the freeze, I've knocked it up to a five point five. I just ate one more, and the effect is gone. It was so fleeting. Oh man. It was it was really weird. I still don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. It freaks me out a little bit. I I still wonder if our if our warm climate makes us incapable of giving this snack a fair rating. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give it a five. Wow. And it's still it's 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 still hard to recommend this particular bag over regular Sour Patch Kids because they seem so similar to me. Hmm. All right. Now, Sour Patch Kids Freeze, on the other hand. Freeze. Is the perfect Sour Patch Kid for our climate. Your experience may vary uh, to our Australian listeners. And, uh, I mean, these are distributed by Mondelez Global. You should be able to get them everywhere, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If they're not already in your house, they're, they're coming. They're going to be in your house. But anyway, the Sour Patch Kids freeze. This snack gets a seven point for me. The Sour Patch Kids freeze gets an eight point from me. Whoa. That is way up there. But yeah, I, this, this I is... trumped you for once, Tim. I trumped you right. for once. And still, I, like, I have to recommend this snack to, to anybody who is experiencing a miserable summer. This is the sour snack you need. It's true. Very, like, very true. Like, it's not, it's not an all-time great snack maybe but but it's it's definitely an experience that you should have 
I feel like the snack needs to be packaged and taken places like uh, like you would certain rations for for you know medical purposes. I feel like this should be in a first aid kit. Yeah, you know when somebody's, someone has somebody's heat overheating, stroke, just give them yeah, one of these. Give them a couple of these. Ice pack on the head, like they do in New Japan. They'll be solid. People will just kind of drive around Phoenix, like handing these out to the homeless. Every homeless person make, should make sure they stay cool in the summertime. Oh God. Mean meanwhile, all of the homeless people's teeth will fall out because these these things are just murder for your teeth. That 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 I got negative so fast. <laughs> Sour candy, man. I can feel it already. Oh, you remember uh, the the mango chili nerds? Yeah, they they are now they're back. They're back and they're they're on their own and they're not luchadors anymore. They're just mango chili nerds. You can buy them in a box all by themselves. Whoa! Yeah, it's a good day. I don't know why they quit wrestling. That's kind of weak. Oh, you know, you it you get sick of getting hit in the face. You know, so after a while, those, those masks are hot. There's no there's no getting around that. There's no getting around that. And there's no getting around how much I enjoyed this week's snack. Tim, I'll see yeah. you next week. See you next week. Oh. And. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. Please, please. I didn't mean to step on your line. Go ahead, please. Oh, no, that's okay. Fuck Nazis. Oh, fuck Nazis. Fuck them in their ass. God 